Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The Trump-Russia hoax lawyer from the Department of Justice is out at Twitter. The only downside to this is now this guy is going to be the next James Clapper and John Brennan and James Comey. He's going to be all over CNN, where he was a contributor. Has anyone looked into his LinkedIn profile? I did. As long as it's not a fake profile, which I don't think it is. He went from the FBI, bounced around a couple of think tanks, landed at CNN, and then went straight into Twitter in June of 2020, just in time to cook up the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now, would anybody be surprised if he had advanced knowledge that Christopher Ray had possession of the laptop in 2019? Why would that surprise anyone? We're now focusing on this individual named Elvis Chan, who was having first quarterly, then weekly meetings with executives from these tech companies. And it's funny now, the New York Post, I'm looking at their website right now, I'm looking at a, at a piece from the New York Post. The media has been brushing aside the New York Post as basically Fox News in print or another one of Rupert Murdoch's tabloids, except the New York Post, which was founded by Alexander Hamilton. The New York Post is the newspaper that broke the Hunter Biden laptop story, that kicked off the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. But in other words, they got it right. So while newspapers like the New York Times or the Washington Post got Trump-Russia wrong, the New York Post got the Hunter Biden laptop story right. Isn't that kind of amazing? For two years, the New York Times and the Washington Post were telling us that Trump was guilty. He was an illegitimate president. The Russians uh, hacked our election system, worked on behalf of the Trump campaign, yada, yada, yada. That turned out to not be true. There was a lengthy investigation, first by the FBI, second by the Mueller team, Crossfire Hurricane. These investigations turned up nothing. Now, don't be the moron, the idiot, the fool, the spud, who actually says, there might have been elements of, of, of obstruction. Were they looking for elements of obstruction or were they trying to uncover whether or not the Russian government and its intelligence services actually had a concrete effect on the outcome of the 2016 election, not only, not only sowing chaos, but working hand in hand with the man who would become president. Did they find any evidence of that? Did they find any evidence? If they did, please call and enlighten me, you know, illuminate it for the rest of us. In other words, there was no Trump Russia. But the New York Times said there was. The Washington Post said there was. These aren't cheap and dirty tabloids. These are real journalism outlets. The New York Post, you know, it has page six. Every other tweet is a tweet about a porn star. So I've heard. Now their reporting on this is being again cast aside by the people who lied to you. 
on CNN, lied to you on MSNBC, lied to you on ABC, NBC, and CBS about Trump Russia. Kind of amazing, right? The New York Post is considered some beneath it all, beneath it all, substandard, substandard uh, newspaper. Looking back a month ago, FBI official tied to Hunter Biden censorship warned media must be held accountable. One of the FBI agents who briefed Facebook before the social network restricted posts that exposed Hunter Biden's laptop in October 2020, declaring in a meeting with Twitter and Homeland Security officials earlier this year that the media needs to be held accountable for spreading so-called disinformation, according to a report. Laura Demlo, the section chief of the Bureau's Foreign Influence Task Force, who was involved in discussions between the FBI and Facebook, warned in March, in the March meeting, that subversive content online could erode public support for government. Demlo uh, emphasized in the meeting attended by executives from Twitter and J.P. Morgan Chase that we need a media infrastructure that is held accountable, the report said. The gathering was part of a discussion involving the Cybersecurity Advisory Committee, which operates under the Department of Homeland Security and addressing how the FBI could combat false information from foreign entities. In the talks with Facebook prior to the suppression of the Post reporting, uh, Demlo was accompanied by Elvis Chan, an FBI agent in the San Francisco field office. Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of CEO, admitted in an interview in August that the company suppressed the Hunter Biden story after the FBI issued a vague warning about possible Russian propaganda in the 2020 presidential election. Well, Elvis Chan and Ms. Demlo, I think, need to come before the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees. And if Hakeem Jeffries thinks he's going to block this, he's out of his damn mind. Do you want me to explain this to you in simple detail that even a so-called journalist can understand that? I mean, even some of the bottom-feeding morons down the block at the New York Times can understand this. This is very basic. Hunter Biden gets all cracked up, has no idea where he is from time to time. You know, he's sleeping with his dead brother's wife. He has a meltdown at some point where she takes his gun that was bought illegally, which he was never charged for. She puts it in a brown paper bag, drops it in a garbage can at a grocery store across from a public school, excuse me, government school in Delaware. He's all left up in the head is what I'm saying. He takes his laptop into the Mac shop. The owner of the Mac shop fills out a work order. This is standard stuff. You Even you journalists could understand this. This is very basic. Fills out a work order. There is no such thing as you dropping off a laptop, an automobile, a piece of furniture for repair that the repair shop won't take possession of and perhaps sell to recoup the loss on man hours and parts if you don't come back to pick up your stuff and pay the bill. Hunter Biden scribbles his name on this receipt. He doesn't come back. Months and months go by. The laptop repairman who was given full authority to go through his laptop to repair it could not be accused of hacking anything. Hacking is when you get into someone's computer or data or private information without their consent. He had the consent. He saw things on there that were quite disturbing. Images, receipts, emails, all pointing to illicit business being done by Hunter Biden. 
He alerts the FBI. The FBI comes and takes the laptop. They say, are there any other copies? He said, you can have that one. What the FBI was doing, they knew full well. They were not going to go very far with this investigation. Why? Because it would make Joe Biden look bad. They weren't going to do that. So they didn't go, go any further with the investigation. They just said, are there any other copies? Now, there were other copies. One landed in the hand of Rudy Giuliani. That's true. What the FBI was doing, what officials from the federal government were doing, was going, they had to know there might be a mirrored laptop, uh, hard drive. There might be a mirror copy hard drive out there. That sooner or later, some of the more salacious information and images on this laptop were going to come out because you know what they did? They took the damn laptop down to Washington, D.C., and their nerds went through it and they went, oh my God, this is pretty bad stuff. This were to get out, this would be really bad for the Biden family. So October surprises are pretty standard things in politics, right? I mean, how many women came out and accused Herschel Walker? Yes, I know he lost. No, I'm not going to flip out because I'm not a weak beta male Democrat. I don't lose my mind over this stuff. I'm not going to curl up at a ball in the fetal position, just rock back and forth. <laughs> Make the bad man go away. We move on. Democrats have 51 seats in the Senate. They don't have the House of Representatives. Great. See that? It's not that hard to just sort of go on with your life. But what they were doing was preparing. Preparing these social media sites. And perhaps networks. I mean, I, we don't know who else they were meeting with. For the moment when this information would come out. So that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google would go, oh, that's the Russian disinformation they were talking about. That was the Russian disinformation they were talking about. Got it. Thanks, guys. Okay, let's get the wheels in motion. Now, if you've read some of these emails you see that Representative Ro Khanna reached out to Twitter and said, hey, wait a second. This, uh, this looks like you're suppressing information here. This is not good. And he says that as a quote-unquote Biden partisan. He was worried about the future of Section 230. If you read the emails, you see that James Baker, who was one of the lawyers involved in the Trump-Russia hoax, accepting the dossier from Michael Sussman, who lied to Baker about his role in the Clinton campaign, which I have, I have some suspicion that he knew he was lying, that he didn't actually have to lie to him. Come on, dude, you working for Hillary? All right, you're working for Hillary. I think that's just CYA. I think that's just CYA. But Baker says clearly that even though the laptop was left by Hunter Biden, abandoned by Hunter Biden, in that repair shop, we're still going to use our hacked materials policy. So they knew. They knew that the Hunter Biden laptop story was not Russian disinformation. But I guess if you're looking to general counsel, if I'm Jack Dorsey, if I'm Yoel Roth, if I'm, you know, general counsel who just happened to join the firm, you know, a few months ago from the FBI, who was also involved in the Trump-Russia hoax, he says, look, 
You don't have to let this, you can just suppress this. It's fine. We've got a policy. Use that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. Do you journalists understand what happened now? They knew, the FBI knew, that there was a second, perhaps third, perhaps fourth, perhaps multiple copies of the hard drive. That information would come out from it. So they seeded the ground, going from quarterly meetings about cybersecurity to weekly meetings about disinformation. Is everybody clear? This is not that hard to understand. Weinzik, 695, Patriot, 9572874. Again, this is not an issue of the First Amendment. If Twitter says, you know what? We're just moderating our content. It's our website. We could do what we want. Okay. It's another thing when officials from the government using their positions of power use that position of power to convince them based on the credibility of their offices that what they're about to get hit with is Russian disinformation, which is in fact a lie. That means that agents of the federal government got involved in affecting the outcome of the 2020 election, period, end of story, full stop. Don't bother debating me, you're wasting your time. We are right, they are wrong, that's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken, Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.